0: Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Nicole Lano, and I don't mean to scare you. We are not going away, but we are getting a new name, a new look, and a new direction for this show. Um, I'll explain all of this when we officially launch on Wednesday, April 5th. We will be changing the name of this show. If you are a subscriber, then you will not have to worry. You will just see an updated updated cover art and updated name. If you are not subscribed, I highly recommend that you subscribe so that you can make sure that you don't miss any episodes, that you stay up to date with what we're doing, and you don't get lost in the shuffle of not being able to find us. Um, so I, I, want to, I, I, I want to explain a little bit about it. I'm going to do a detailed episode on Wednesday. Wednesday's episode has where the show is going, how I used my design to guide this rebrand and this relaunch of the show and how this all came up and and the part that you all play in this. So first of all, I want to say thank you. If you've been listening to the show, even if this is your first episode listening to us, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your comments, for your reviews, for your sharing of the episodes. Thank you for your feedback. It honestly, it lights me up more than most things in this world doing this show. And you are such a huge part of this. I'm just, I'm eternally grateful to every single person who's ever listened to this show. So you fall into that category if you're hearing me right now. So thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I hope you stay with us as we go off into this next incarnation of the show. Um, just letting you know, I will let you know what the new name is. It is Unshakable with Human Design. So today is the last day of the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, and Wednesday will be the first day of the Unshakable with Human Design Podcast. And I hope that you will be there with us. Um, some exciting news and housekeeping before we get started. I do want to let you know um, we have a podcast relaunch team that's going on. So if you would like to join in with us in helping get the word out about this show, about this new direction, about where we're headed, about um, just what you love about the show and help us get more people who are interested in human design, more entrepreneurs who are interested in human design for their business, for their life, for their expansion as a human being. Um, if If you want to help us get the word out to more of them, please join our podcast relaunch team go to nicolino.me forward slash podcast links and we have all the links that are relevant to the show right now so whenever you go to that link it will always be the most up-to-date stuff so that includes our free guides we have a free human design deconditioning guide a free product uh, human design flow ductivity guide because it's about being productive while remaining in flow we have that guide there for you. We have any masterclasses, anything that we have coming up is on that page, as well as the podcast relaunch team sign-up link. So please go over there, join us because we have some great prizes that are going to be available to you. Um, we're running this, I think it's through April 14th. Is the cutoff date where we're going to be running? If you share within that period of time and you are part of our podcast relaunch team, you will be entered into, into win prizes uh, that we are giving away. We have like uh, five levels of prizes that you can win. So there's all, and one of them is even including a private one on one human design reading that's private, a 90 minute reading. And then we also have one of a human design reading on the show, just like I did with Daisy Mac a few weeks ago. So I hope that you join in with that. We have many other prizes that are available, but those are the two top ones. Um, If you're interested in those, I I would love for you to join the team and help us get that word out. So thank you so much in advance. If you join us, I hope to meet you inside that group. Um, But let's get started with this episode. I do have an actual episode for you today. It's not just for me to talk about where the podcast is going. I want to talk to you about, this is the biggest, most common mistake that I see people making with human design. And this happens when they just come into human design and they're brand new to the knowledge. And it also happens for people who are seasoned with human design and who have been living and working with their design for quite a while. Um, It's all about a perspective. It's all about a point of view. And I find that it largely comes from as well, from, you know, just how you view yourself And what are you looking for in human design? And I had this mistake as well. When I first came in, not a a blanket. So I want to also clarify here, you might have this issue. You might be doing this, but not in every aspect, right? You might not be blanketing it over every aspect of your design, but it's there in some of it. Maybe you're viewing some of your design through this lens and it's skewing your results and causing your alignment journey to take longer and maybe be less fun and 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 less encouraging so let's dive in this issue that i see people making this this problem this this common mistake that i see people making is that they see their design only through limitation they only see what is the low expression is really what they're looking at But they're seeing what they can't do. Or they're seeing an excuse for them having some sort of shortcoming or limitation. They're seeing it as a stop sign. They're like, I have this, therefore I can't do that. Or it might show up more in the way that they operate. And the way that they're, even just the language that you use, if you listen to the show for a while, I'm I'm an NLP practitioner as well. So the words that we use very in tune with them to make sure that we are, we're feeding our brain, uh, what, what is positive and what will help us grow and not what will keep us stuck. Okay. So an example of this, of looking at your design through the lens of limitation Is So I'll use myself as an example here, because I did this with with this particular aspect of my chart. And this was when I first started. So I, because I quickly got into the gene keys and I quickly started to find some other sources of information. And I rounded out my knowledge of human design to take in lots of different point of views so that I could see the differences. I could see beyond the limitation because I knew it held more than that for me. I knew that human design wasn't brought into my life to show me all the ways that I was just going to, I was just going to experience pain in this world. I knew that that couldn't have been, I knew that this system held more hope than that. And that that wasn't ultimately what I was being shown this system for. I knew I wouldn't be drawn to it if it was just going to show me how I was going to have a hard life or why I had a hard life. Now it can show you, and it does show you where you might face challenges But those challenges are not insurmountable. Those challenges, what it's showing you is, I have this challenge, this is how I would overcome it. And that would be different for every different aspect of the human design chart. You're going to deal with a challenge of the open splenic center differently than a challenge of the gate 48, which is what I'm going to talk about now. They have different ways that we approach them. And that's the beauty of this system. When you start to learn how to dance with your design, you don't see the limitation. You see it as a beautiful signpost letting you like, oh, this is why I've struggled for so long. What a gift. Now I see how I can get around that. Oh my God, my life changed. That's how this works. Okay. So my gate 48 I saw gate 48. Now, gate 48 is in the spleen. It, 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 is, it is rising up out of that top corner of the spleen, reaching up through to gate 16, which connects to the throat, which I also have. It's the channel of the wavelength. I have this. And that channel, um, when I saw this, like it's particularly gate 48, but also people who have this channel, I heard someone say that people with this channel have a deep, rooted fear of inadequacy, and they often stay stuck. And it's really difficult for them to overcome. And this person went on and on about, and didn't say anything good about it, honestly, (laughs) didn't say anything positive, or I didn't hear it, but I did not hear anything positive. All I heard was I was doomed to feel inadequate. Now, that was true. I definitely have battled with feelings of inadequacy throughout my life. Um, the more I dug into it, and this is, this is what I want to encourage you to do, go deep into, into these, but don't give over your power to, well, I'm always going to feel inadequate because I have gate 48 or I have the, the 1648 channel. If that were true, if I had the 4816 channel and that just means I'm going to be inadequate, well, that just sucks. And that that can't be the ultimate truth. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. I don't accept that. So I dug deeper. And yes, it's true that this channel is about depth and talent and mastery. And when you get over your fears of inadequacy, I did understand why I needed so much um, reassurance as a child and encouragement. And if anyone believed in me, I went after something. But if they didn't, I felt that I needed to be encouraged to keep going, even when it didn't look, even when it didn't look like I was going to be a massive talent right away. I just needed somebody to say, you can do that. You should keep going. And I wasn't surrounded with lots of people who, I have a wonderful family, but I wasn't surrounded with a lot of people who were like overly encouraging. One in particular was, and thank God for him, but everybody else, I didn't really have that. So now reading my design, looking at my chart, I was like, at at first I was like, oh my God, this is, I'm just going to be inadequate. This is going to be something I struggle with for the rest of my life. Well, no, not really. Only if I stop there, only if I choose to look at it that way. And I don't choose that. The Gene Keys helped me tremendously with seeing gifts in the shadows and not just seeing the shadow, which is what so much of human design can seem to focus on. And I do want to say it's not always the positives either, meaning the positives aren't just given to you. You will have to work on them. It's a moment-to-moment alignment process of not, you're going to slip into shadow from time to time sometimes more than others. The more work you do, the less time you'll spend in the shadow. But the more I focused on it, I was like, oh, I need to commit to mastery of something. I need to trust in my depth. I need to trust that I have the skills. I have to know that when I show up and I start to feel inadequate, I have a way of checking in with myself about that, about where that is coming from and what's the correct way for me to show up differently and bring a new energy to this. Um, it shows me how to get around the obstacle of feeling inadequate, which is just something I will deal with, but that's not a death sentence. It's just how, what a beautiful gift to know that that's normal for me to feel that way. And that there are, there's a process that I can develop within myself to not fall into that and stay there all the time. I hear this with people where they go to make a decision and they're just like, well, I have to wait out my emotional wave. And, you know, I have all these things and I'm trying to think about this and I have to wait out my emotional wave. And I hear it in the way that they're saying now it's true. Emotional authorities, we do wait out our wave. But I mean, this is people talking about, you know, like, oh, well, I wanted to go do this thing. I wanted to post this thing online and, you know, I got to wait out my wave. And I'm like, is it terribly controversial what you're putting up there? Like, are you going to Are you going to rock people's worlds with this? Is it something that you feel terribly emotionally charged by? Or did you just react to something, you had a natural response to it, and you wrote something and you're like, I want to put this out there. Now, there's a difference if you're doing something that feels like a big leap for you to put out, then maybe you do want to wait. But that putting that limitation on yourself to feel like, I I can't do anything until... There's an energetic shift there. There's lack in that. There's like giving your power away rather than surrendering to your process. And there's a slightly different, there's a, no, there's a very big difference between those two things, but it's, it's, it can take a little bit for, you know, you might intellectually hear that, but not understand what that is until you experiment with this a bit. And you realize like, oh, I understand that I'm in my power waiting now. And I'm not giving my power away to, I can't make a decision right now, I don't feel comfortable, I feel better waiting and not taking action, and I'm gonna blame my emotional authority for it. There's an energetic, motivational change and difference between those two. So these are, these are slight differences, but notice how you're looking at things. Notice, am I looking at my design only through my limitation? projectors. I have to wait for the invitation. I have to rest. I have to do this. I can't work a lot. You you can do a lot more than you probably think if, if you're only reading books. If you're only taking in information and not experimenting, you don't understand how productive you can be as a projector and an aligned projector at that. The more aligned you are, the more you're going to get done and you're just going to get it done faster. Going to be different for you. There's going to be a different way that you're 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 bringing energy to your work, and taking care of yourself in the downtime, and making sure you're giving yourself downtime. The invitation is a gift, but if you look at it like it's a like it's a limitation, like you're sitting there like a wallflower, then you're not going to get the invitations. And this is just something I see time and time again with people. And the, the you you have to learn and cultivate a process for reaching upward and noticing the gift in all of it. And like I said, this is one of the things that I think the Gene Keys brings to the table that just traditional, I haven't seen anything else that does. They actually give you a shadow frequency, a gift frequency and what they call the city, which is the, the high gift, the, the enlightened frequency. So it lets you know that there's like it draws into perspective the fact that this is all just on a spectrum. We don't want to live in the low. We want to live in the highest expression of each individual piece of our design as we can. And when we keep fine-tuning each individual piece, then the whole is at a higher expression and a higher vibration. So just recognizing that and just notice for yourself, walking away from here, How am I looking at my design through the lens of of limitation? How am I only seeing how this makes my life harder and giving up rather than seeing how this is just showing you a tendency or propensity that you have to slip into the low frequency? And what is your process for getting out? What is your process for shifting that? and for rising up into something bigger and more expansive. That's what we do inside my programs. That's what we do, and that's, that's the work, everyone. The information is seductive, but the work is where the transformation lies. So I'm gonna leave this here. Thank you so much once again for being a part of this show. And up until this point, this incarnation of it, um, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here for this. And I hope that you stay with us for many, many more as we roll into this next phase as the unshakable with human design podcast. So I'll leave you for one last time with our tagline here. You are only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. So go out there and be limitless, everyone. I will see you next time. If you are a fan of the show, love this episode, and want to stay connected with me and other entrepreneurs who are on their human design journey, I encourage you to join our free Facebook group, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to NicoleLano.me forward slash podcast links, where we can link you up to that Facebook group, as well as all of the current offers that we have going on at this moment. Join us over there. I hope to see you in the Facebook group and see you in the next episode.